Welcome to Sorry If I Spit When I Speak with your hosts, Daddy-O McDuck and Dr. Haji the Electric Smaji. Hello and welcome to Sorry If I Spit When I Speak. I'm your host, Daddy McDuck, and alongside me is my co-host, Dr. Hoji the Electric Smoji. We have a very special treat for you today. We are joined by second-year defensive tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals, Marcus Hardison. Marcus, thank you for uh, taking the time out for us. Hi, I appreciate you having me on there. We here at DNH Sports are really looking forward to seeing you play, Marcus. You have a rare blend of size and speed and great ability to shed blockers. But you play on a star-studded defensive line, which means you didn't get to play in the regular season last year. And like a lot of young players on Marvin Lewis teams, you might not get a chance to start for a couple of years. How have the veterans helped you remain patient? And when do you think we'll finally get to see you annihilate Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, you know, last year... Last year was a little a little hard just because you know you know I, I played sports all my life and just been playing on always on the field court whatever but uh last year man uh we the d line is probably the most talented d line I've been a part of since I started playing football Geno Atkins Mike Michael Johnson Dunlap uh you know Deshaun the other rookie with us BT you know I can go down the line Peco. Uh, those guys are talented, and they was real healthy last year, so it kind of made it a little hard to kind of get in the mix when you got a talented group of guys that's very healthy throughout the whole season. And you know? so, uh, but the vets, the vets stayed on me, you know, just kind of stay in the playbook, stay ready, you know, the coordinator, just saying, you know, anything can happen at any time with with one of the D linemen getting hurt. So, but. Uh, I mean, it came that time, you know, D-line coach telling me to, to stay ready, and I'm just like all season long just like waiting for that, that chance. And, you know, Marvin, you know, because Marvin tells with the D-line, the day, the day of the game when we go out and warm up, he'll come in and he'll be like, all right, you up, you're down. And I'll be sitting there every day waiting, like just waiting just to hear, like, Marcus, you up. But I, I, haven't, I haven't heard it all year. But, uh, I mean, I just – it got to the point where I was just, you know – I, I was a little frustrated, but uh, it, it just hit me like, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, I just got to trust the process and just become a better better player off the field, you know. So uh, just trying to trust the process and just keep it going, keep, keep it pushing, and just keep working, doing, doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I think it was the, against the Giants in the preseason last year where you looked you looked tremendous. I mean, you were making all these big plays, you know. And, but like you said, I mean, there's just so many great players on that defensive line. I mean, just about any other team. And, you know, it'd be a lot easier to get playing time. I'm sorry. Marcus, I, I really empathize with your Rudy-like uh, story of success. I mean, in high school, you were, you were barely six foot three, not even, not even 300 pounds, meager, slight. You didn't have to prove nothing to nobody but yourself. You, you go to this little community college in, in Dodge City where the smell of meat just burns your nostrils. It's disgusting. But, but after you, you, you put in a lot of elbow grease and impress your coaches, you're given the chance to go to Arizona State where you end up having 10 sacks and 15 tackles for a loss in your last year there. Then you're drafted in the fourth round by, in 2015 by the Bengals out of Cincinnati and it just keeps getting better. So my question is, have you seen the movie Rudy? And is the resemblance here intentional? Tell me, t- tell me about your journey. I've seen Rudy like maybe once or twice, but I never really like 
paid attention to it, but I, I kind of know what it means. You know, Rudy Rudy just kind of been on the sidelines, the whole his whole football thing over there in Notre Dame and all that. But I never really, like, watched it just to know it. But, I mean, my, my story is just kind of simple. Just, you know, I played quarterback throughout high school, and uh, I transferred to Charlotte High to be uh, become a quarterback. And, uh, you know, they already had a starting quarterback. And uh, so I was the backup quarterback. And one day, like, a D lineman got hurt caught a concussion, got a concussion, and then another D-Lama got hurt. So they were just like, Marcus, I know you don't know what to do, but, you know, they kind of threw me in the threw me in the loop, just threw me in the hole in the second half of the game, and it was a big game. And I ended up coming out with, like, a sack or two and, like, 12 tackles or something like that in the second half. And it was just history wrote from then. So my senior year going in playing defense and end, and uh, it just kind of – kind of just kept just going up the ladder from there. Just my first year playing DN, then I went to college, the Dodge City community. Uh, it was, Dodge City was, it was it was a good route for me. It wasn't much to do, so I stayed focused. I was always in the classroom trying to get my books down because I was determined to go Division One, And uh, that was my main goal of going there. So I, I didn't want to forget my focus or, or the reason why I went there. So. I just wanted to, I just wanted to prove people wrong from from high schools knowing that I know that I can do it and I can show other people that I can do it and uh it just it just take a little focus and, and dedication you know so it it feels good and uh so I just kept working and Arizona State gave me an opportunity so and I, and I took it yeah you you mentioned the playing defensive end in college now I was under the impression that you're going to make the transition into defensive tackle in the NFL now Jason Markham a writer at Cincy Jungle wants to know where do the coaches see you now and where do they have you practicing and I want to know if they want you at defensive tackle uh which one of the veterans has been helping you the most with that transition uh I mean the coaches the players you know it's 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 all a transition you know me I done played four years of college defensive end and coming to the NFL, I'm playing defensive tackle. So, I mean, it's an adjustment, but every day is a learning, a learning process and me getting better every day. So, uh, last year was a new thing. This year, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable. I'm starting, everything's starting to slow down for me. You know, it was like last year was quick. Everything was quick to me because I, I wasn't used to the inside, the interior, but uh, now now I'm starting to get the fundamentals, the, the the game down, and starting to learn learn to read my keys and all that stuff. So, but Gino, definitely watching Gino day in and day out, and, and game day, he's he's an all-time pro. So you can't get no better than having somebody like him in front of you to learn from. You know, so it's it's been a process. But uh, I've been playing mainly defensive tackle, but uh, like on three three uh, three man front, I play defensive end. And because uh, last year during the preseason, I played the first half at defensive end and the second half at defensive tackle. So I'm kind of in and out. So it just depends on where they want me at. That's kind of where, where I'm getting at. So, but uh, this year is more mainly three tech with, with, with our new uh, D-line coach. You were born uh, on February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. As you know, that makes you an Aquarius. Now, I have these psychologists who work for me. They comfort the dolphins and the orca who live with me at my zero-carbon estate. And they tell me uh, that your star chart readings indicate that you despise change and you love order, okay? And I've read that every time you go to a new town, you always have this, like, 
routine, right? I mean, you, you go to the Walmart and you decide what that town is going to be like based on the Walmart. I mean, this is very interesting, <laughs> right? You order the regularity of the Walmart. Every time Walmart, you've got the aisles, the order. But by the way, I'm not a fan of Walmart, but I do sell my, my Hojiland brand of luxury chocolates there. Anyways, my question is, what routines do you have in the locker room that you, you do to keep that regularity, to keep that sense of comfort? Also, if you could address in your answer what you're going to do uh, when you play the Redskins in London on October 30th, because you know what? They don't have Walmarts there. They've eluded the imperial uh, Walmart grip. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Walmart's always been my thing, man. Uh, I, I, I actually haven't been to Walmart in a minute, but that was the first thing I did when I got here, got to Cincinnati. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm just country. That's just kind of the thing we do. So me and my brother, we just go to Walmart. And you just kind of kind of see what the people like in there. So, But uh, it just kind of kind of lets me know how the town going to be, the city. But uh, uh, my, my routine, you know, I come in, I, I wake up, uh, I just try to get my mind right and just let them know, like I'm, you know, I'm going in. It's a business. I gotta, gotta go in and do what I gotta do. So uh, every day is a learning process. So I gotta go in with a with a with a positive attitude. So that's an everyday thing. But on game day, you know, I get that music. I'm I'm trying to get in the zone. I'm visualizing throughout the week uh, what type of plays I'm gonna I'm gonna make. But uh, that that London trip, man, that's gonna be a crazy trip. I've never been overseas, never been to London, so that'll be awesome. Just a new experience, but you know, at the same time, me myself and the team got to think about it. You know, it's not it's not a trip to go have fun. We we on a business trip to go to, you know, go go win. Yeah, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. So I'll say three names, Marcus, and you tell me the first thing, the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, ready. Jay Hayes. Jay Hayes. First name. Like, yeah, come to just mind? the first thing. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind. Good coach. He's a good coach. Funny. He's real funny. J J Watt. J J Watt. Beast. J J Abrams. J J Abrams. <laughs> uh. J.J. Abrams. Where, where is that from? He's the Star Wars director. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, I, I, I like Star Wars, but I don't even know that name. Uh, I have to say creative. Creative. All right, Marcus, we have a, a few more questions. Uh, can you stick around? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so uh, this question comes from an NFL analyst on our show, uh, John Sheeran. Uh, go ahead, John. Hey, Marcus. As a guy who loves watching defensive linemen play more than anything else on the field, I know that you guys perform the way you do from going up against your own offensive line during practice. So my question for you is, who in your opinion is the most challenging Bengals offensive lineman to go up against? The most challenging one, I would have to say... Uh, I like Whit when I'm at in. He's a real he's a real linky guy, so you gotta take a good few steps. But I would have to say Zyler, uh, uh, guard. He's a real he's he's a good he's a good one. I like him. Him, side of him and Clint, the two guards. You know they they give me a work, give me a run for the money every day. So they they always gonna come 
come every day and, and work. So you got to come with it when you when you line up in front of them. All right, this next question comes from Reddit user Neon Sands. What's the best advice that you got from Gino Atkins? And then what's the best advice that you've gotten from Domita Pekka? Uh, Pekka, man, it's just, with Pekka, it's more about the off the field, the, the film work and, and studying, just knowing knowing what what the, the offense is going to do, read your keys and stuff like that. Gino, you know, he just tells me every day, just take play at a time and just, you know, just keep going at it. So uh, both of those guys been very inspirational to me. So uh, I just I just want to copy them, mimic them, and, and just be be good on the field and off the field as the same as them. So, uh, you know, me being a competitor, I want to be better too at the same time. So, you know, but uh, those guys been real great to me and uh, keeping me afloat and online. Connor Howe, another writer from Cincy Jungle, wants to know who is your favorite player to watch on film? In the NFL? Yeah. Uh, I have to say Errol Donald. Errol Donald. Him and Gino, man. They, it, was, it was like, I was like a kid in a candy shop when we played the Rams. I was just watching them two just go at it. And it's just, uh, they, they, both great, great players, and uh, Eric Donald, he's he's a beast. He's a beast. You can't you can't get no better than that. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, last question here. I've I've always had this problem that my clap on clap off lights don't work for me. They work for everyone else, but when I try to clap them on, nothing. It's it's like I'm a ghost. So a year ago, I set my mind on getting it right, and I'm proud to say I have. So I want you to do the same, Mark, because I want you to imagine that it's the summer of 2017. What will you have accomplished? Something in your control. I'm not talking about something like winning a playoff game. Something entirely, completely in your domain, personal or professional, that will make you the most proud. Uh, graduate. I want to I wanna finish school at Arizona State. And on top of that, I want to be an all-pro football player, so I want to make that first first battle, that first team all-pro. All right, well, uh, you answered all our questions, Marcus. You know, uh, thank you so much for being here today. Appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on here, man. It's fun. It's been fun. Thank you, Marcus Hardison, for joining us today, and congratulations for going into your second year on the Cincinnati Bengals. You looked great last year in the preseason, and we all hope you'll see some well-earned snaps this year on the greatest defense in the NFL. Speaking of snaps brings me to today's Hojascope. Snaps, touches, players want more of them, and we want the players we love to have them. I hope Gio gets enough touches, people say. I wonder if William Jackson part three will see some snaps, you might hear someone proclaim. I thought today I'd explain the science behind snaps and touches. You see, it has been scientifically proven that for babies, touches are an essential part of growth and development. Skin-to-skin contact ensures that the child grows up to be confident, intelligent, and emotionally balanced, which is why I really regret always wearing latex gloves whenever I handled my little ones, but babies are kind of gross. Now, snaps are really a sort of touch because you have to touch your thumb to your finger to make a snap. But back to football. My theory is that touching the ball 
releases higher levels of oxytocin and vasopressin in a player. These two hormones in turn cause him to play better, bond with his teammates, and be a more well-rounded person. This is why touches are so essential to a player's success, even if they are just brief snaps. Marcus, my advice to you, if you want to see more snaps, is to get more touches. Try sleeping with the ball in your arms like a baby. Raise those oxytocin levels so, so you can raise hell on the football field. With that, good night to you, my special friends, boys and girls. And uh, that wraps up another episode of Sorry If I Spit When I Speak. Thank you for joining us, sweetie pies. We'll catch you next time. Sorry If I Spit When I Speak was brought to you by the Litter Quitter Cat Toilet because you'd be grumpy too if you had to poop in a box. And don't forget to like Daddy O and Hoji's channel at facebook.com backslash DHSportsTV. TV.